This is Retirement Paradise with Greg Gunther from the Retirement Optimization Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Greg provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals your money and your plans in perfect harmony. And now here is Greg Gunther to help you retire in paradise. Aloha and welcome back to Retirement Paradise. This is Greg Gunther from the Retirement Optimization Group. If you'd like more information about what you hear during our show today, give us a call at 808-791-2924 or visit us online at therogroup.org. Now after years, decades really, of hard work, you've certainly earned the right to a fulfilling retirement that's built around the activities and experiences you've long been dreaming about. At the same time, taking the plunge into retirement can be a little scary because you want to make sure the timing is just right and that you have your income plan and other necessary strategy elements all squared away. So during our show today, we're going to discuss some of the benchmarks that may make you sit back and say, yes, I'm ready for this. I can retire. But before we talk about getting your retirement timing just right, let me introduce my co-host, Tony Shore, whose impeccable sense of timing is one of the things that have made this show so much fun to put together each week. Ah, <laughs> I don't know about that, but uh, thanks for the compliment. <laughs> I love it. Thank you, Greg. That was very nice. Um, thanks for having me on the show. This will be great. Uh, it's. I think we've got a great topic. You've picked out a great topic for our listeners, something I know you get <clears throat> asked about a lot. And so that's good. I've been great. I've had a great week just uh, trying to get outside, enjoy some weather and get some stuff done outside. But uh, yeah, uh, figuring out when to retire is a big step. But, uh, you know, I like to drop in with the right comment at the right time. So yeah, timing, that's that's good. Uh, But now I'm interested in today's show. Obviously, you've talked a lot, Greg, about retirement and uh, you've shared a lot of different details about it. But I think today's show strikes me as a chance to dig a little deeper to one of the big questions. So I think this is going to be a good one. Before that, though, how have you been? Are you keeping busy? Yeah, well, you know, I had to start off with a nice compliment for you. It's been a few weeks since we recorded. <laughs> we usually take yeah, a, a, a summer break, and uh, a lot of my clients are aware that, you know, we have our strategic partners, Great Eat Investments, and they do the gala during the summer. We were up in Park City, um, and that's different than the summit that we talk about. Tony, we see each other at the summit in January. Um, this one was more of a relaxing trip, very fun, and, you know, we have a house in Arizona. So, yeah, we did a big road trip. We actually drove up there from Arizona. We went to the North Rim, Grand Canyon, Bryce Canyon. Uh, The gala was in Park City. We went over to Moab, down to Lake Powell. We made a nice kind of Clark Griswold family vacation out of it. Wow. Yeah, you went all over the place. You were telling me about your vacation. I was just getting more and more jealous as you went on. Uh, Sounds fantastic, but I'm glad you got a chance to uh, get away and um, see some different sites and you combine business with pleasure. I like how you do that. When you take a trip, you're usually doing some work-related things as well, aren't you? Yes, and we, you know, I worked from from the house too in Arizona, so it wasn't like you know 
all fun and games, but yeah, it was great. Summers, I mean, our kids out of school, so it's much easier to do that. Uh, but as you touched on, Tony, too, this is something, this topic we're going to talk about today on the show. Something I get asked a lot when you're doing a retirement strategy for someone, they just want permission, essentially, to retire. Like, is it okay? Can I actually do this? You know, because it's a big leap. So I think it's a good topic to for people to listen to, to kind of you know, give themselves permission uh, to retire. So I'm referencing a, a nice article today from Investopedia, which is a great website, got a lot of great information on there. This one's titled Six Signs That You're Really Ready to Retire. And it's got a great jumping point for us today. So one of the things that really caught my attention in the article is its reference to a 2020 Transamerica survey of American workers that indicated outliving their savings and investments was the most common reason for retirement fear. In fact, a whopping 40% of respondents listed that as their primary worry. And I, I, I see that a lot. I can definitely vouch for, for that data. And the study was actually from 2020, as I said, but if we jump ahead to where we are now, add in the ongoing fallout from COVID-19, the the crazy market volatility we've been seeing, the extreme inflation, you all add that to the mix. I'm sure it's made that worry about outliving your money even more acute. Well, yeah, and I think having mm -hmm. anxiety about retiring and when to retire is perfectly reasonable, especially right now, because of all the news that's been going on. I mean, you, you know, you can't miss it. It's on the web, it's on TV and the paper. Um, they all have headlines about inflation and the uh, market volatility out there. I don't think anybody could see those headlines day after day and not be at least a little nervous about their assets and their retirement, right? Yeah, you know, and it's not like we're in uncharted territory. We haven't seen market volatility before. Um, right. And if you you know, spend your time just looking at the news and reading the headlines. Yeah, it can be scary. You know, I totally agree with you on that one. Uh, but let's discuss the six signs that you might be ready to retire and pull the trigger. The first of which is you've hit your full retirement age. Now, if you were born, this is in regards to Social Security, between 1943 and 1954, your full Social Security retirement age is 66. If you were born anytime after 1959, You'll have you'll have it at age 67. Between those dates, your full retirement is going to be 66 and some number of months, two, four, six, or eight, or ten. And even though you can begin collecting Social Security as early as 62, by doing so, you're leaving some money on the table because your monthly benefit is significantly higher if you wait till your full retirement age. How big of a difference? Um, if you take it at 62, it's going to be between 25 and 30 percent of a slash. Wow. That's huge. I mean, you know, I mean, as a standalone number, I guess 25% may not sound like a lot, but over the course of your entire retirement, I mean, over 20 or 30 years, you're talking about a lot of money, aren't you, Greg? Yeah, exactly. And we, we run those social security maximization reports, you know, when we're helping people plan for the retirement and it shows you exactly what the difference is between taking it early, taking it at full retirement age, or even waiting. Um, and while we just noted, you know, you can begin taking it before your full retirement age, you can also take it past your full retirement age and earn a larger monthly payment. Now, Social Security allows you to delay filing all the way up to age 70. Waiting until that point, you can get 132% of the payment at, at, than if you waited to your full retirement age. So 62, it's about 70%. And at 70, it's 132%. So that's a quite a big difference in those in those eight years. Um, 
bit of advice if you love your job you're in good health it's probably smart to work until you're 70. and i'll just say one more thing about social security tony before we move on if if you choose to begin collecting it early it's going to also affect the survivor benefit for your spouse because remember we have to think of joint lifetime benefits it's not how long you're going to be receiving it it's how long the last surviving spouse will be receiving it so it's very important to get that social security maximized Well, definitely. And I don't think I'm breaking any new ground by saying that, hey, Social Security is really a critical piece of retirement for a lot of Americans out there. And I think if any of our listeners have concerns or questions about it or want a second opinion on their current Social Security strategy, it makes a lot of sense to work with somebody like yourself, Greg, a financial services professional. You don't you shouldn't go it alone. Right. Yeah. Our, our firm takes that very seriously. In fact, if you're working with an advisor that doesn't take it seriously, it might be a good sign to to shop for somebody else. It's a key decision in your in your retirement plan. Now, if you're completely debt free, that's also another sign that you might be ready to trade work for retirement. Your house is paid off. You have no credit card debt hanging over your head. You've put yourself in a really excellent position. Now, on the flip side, if you owe money on your home or car or you are carrying some significant credit card debt, you might want to push your retirement date ahead a little bit and give yourself some more time to to ditch some of that. And remember, for many of us, retirement means living on a fixed income. So a large mortgage or a pricey car payment can really squeeze your finances to the point where retirement is less enjoyable. Debt also makes it harder to deal with uh, emergency spending. It's important to have an emergency fund heading into retirement. Yeah, exactly. And now, uh, talking about this uh, makes me think we should probably take a minute here, Greg, to let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you because you often do educational workshops, you have a social security maximization report you can run for them, and a lot of tools that can help them figure out when they can retire, right? Yeah, there's many legs to the retirement strategy from social security to, you know, pensions and especially investment income, which I think is the most uh, complicated leg of the stool. And as we said earlier in the segment, things that are uncertain with the volatility and inflation, you know, you need to make sure you've got the right uh, investment vehicles in your portfolio. Uh, If anybody has any questions, want a second opinion, look, or maybe even just look into some social security strategy options, feel free to give us a call 808-791-2924. You can also reach us online at therogroup.org. All right. Thanks, Greg. And, you know, during today's show, we're looking at some of these signs that People might be in a good financial position to clock out of work for the last time and head happily into the wonderful world of retirement. We all dream about that. And you've already explained that hitting that full retirement age and being debt-free are two big signs that you're definitely ready or could be ready to retire. What do you have for us next? Well, the Investopedia article, again, six signs you're ready to retire, next points to no longer supporting either your kids or your parents as a good indicator that it might finally be time to retire. If your kids are out of the house enjoying careers and income of their own, it may make sense to make your retirement life a lot easier. You know, but if you're still supporting those kids through college or maybe even providing them with some financial help on a regular basis, you might want to delay your retirement until you no longer have to 
help them. And and the story is much the same if you're providing financial help to your elderly parents. You know, your, your kapuna, as we say in Hawaii. As the article makes plain, supporting your parents and kids is becoming more expensive all the time thanks to soaring costs of long-term care, housing, college. If you're taking care of other people, it's going to be very hard to downsize and minimize your own expenses. And some people are doing it on both ends, helping their kids and helping their parents. And so that's a double whammy. Uh, yeah, so my wife... Yeah, my wife and I are actually caught in that actual situation right now. They call it the sandwich generation because (laughs) we have adult children that still need our financial support. And now our parents are in need of full-time care and need support. So, uh, yeah, it it can get difficult. Yeah, we're going to have to push back your retirement date, Tony. (laughs) That's what I would say. (laughs) Oh, I'm not going to retire, at least not from uh, doing the radio show and uh, podcast (laughs) with you, Greg. As long as my voice holds out, we're good, right? (laughs) Sounds good to me. Yeah. So, you know, obviously, and I think a lot of people find themselves in that situation with financial obligations just beyond yourself and your spouse. Um, You have to be fully transparent, though, about these situations with your financial services professional. When they meet with you, Greg, it helps you to know all of these things, and then you can offer potential solutions, uh, especially when you fully understand uh, the person's entire situation. Yeah, that's a that's a great point. You know, the, and the next indicator that you're ready to retire is completing it a complete retirement budget. You know, on the one hand, completing a retirement budget may sound simplistic, but I can definitely tell you from personal experience, most people really don't know. In fact, that's that's the question when I ask when we're doing that first initial consultation how much money do you need, you know, every month? And people really have a hard time putting that together. So we have to figure that out because we need a target to aim at. You know, we need to know how much money we got to generate. And there's a rule that 70 to 80% of your working income, if you can generate that, you can pretty much maintain the same standard living in retirement. But really don't be shy about getting more detailed about this. You know, really dig in there. Your, your budget should be crafted around your constant monthly expenses, you know, your housing, gas, groceries, utilities. And then from there, you include not just your needs, but your wants. So things that you want to do in retirement. So ask yourself, are you going to be sitting at home watching TV all the time? Are you going to be golfing, traveling? Like, what do you want to do? So entertainment, travel, restaurants, shopping are all things that should be considered in that calculation. And once you've calculated all your monthly needs and wants together, then you can begin determining if you have the income to cover everything you need. Sure. And uh, you use the B word there, budget. That's a dirty word to a lot of people. (laughs) And Greg, I'll be honest, I look forward to building a budget about as much as I look forward to being hit in the head with a surfboard. You know what I mean? (laughs) 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 When you wipe out and the board uh, clobbers you, that's no good. Uh, That's about what I think of budgeting. But actually, it's so good because obviously once you are done once I do it my wife and I once we actually sit down and do it it's like a huge relief it's like a burden has been lifted because you don't have to worry about it you know where you're at right right and and how are you really going to know if you're ready for retirement unless you know what your budget needs your income needs are going to be so let's take another couple critical things about budgets um, the article notes that Many financial service professionals use that 70 to 80% income as kind of a starting point. Um, If you're not really sure, that's a good place to start. Or a lot of people, it's net now. You know, if you're you're gonna have the same type of expenses, 
and the same lifestyle, you want to net the same amount of money that you're netting while you're working. So either craft a budget, use that 70 to 80% rule or use net now. Those are great places to start when we start building that retirement plan. Now that number, whatever it might come with, um, has is a combination. It's not all from one source. So it's your pension if you have one, social security benefits for both you and your spouse, and then of course your investment income from your 401ks, TSPs, your IRAs, your Roths, and other investments and annuities. In fact, according to the article, another commonly held retirement budget rule is if that you retire in your mid-60s, your budget shouldn't be more than 4% of your investments with your Social Security and payments. Now, that's the 4% rule, and we've talked about that on the show, Tony, and that was an old rule from the 90s. They said if you took out 4% of your portfolio, you you probably won't outlive your money. Backtesting that, it only really holds true about 90 to 95% of the time. So and you now it's really, more like, two. I've heard 2.3 or 2.4% yeah, is, is all you new. can take. 2.8, yeah, is all you can take now. Now, if you have the right um, investment advisors on your team, we can actually get that number up, you know, 5, 6, 7, 8% with the right vehicles. And that's all about sure. yield and structured notes and really creative investment things, even with downside protection, where if the market's down 10%, you might not be down at all. So that's a lot of complicated stuff that we can get into. But the point is, don't rely on that 4% rule. It's either 3% if you do it on your own, or if you do with a professional, we can bump that up to to much, much higher to give you more cushion in retirement. Yeah. And again, another reason that your retirement is simply too important to try to do it alone. Yeah. And it's totally worth it. You know, if you got to pay a 1% fee to get 4% 4% more. I mean, that's obviously you don't need to be a mathematician to know it's probably a, a sweet deal and you don't have to worry about all the complicated stuff like exactly. social security and all the other stuff. So uh, an updated portfolio, uh, it's a great segue, is another sign that you might be on good footing to go ahead and pull the trigger and retire. So ask yourself this, how long has it actually been since you sat down and reviewed your portfolio? I, I look at people all the time that have old 401ks from previous employers or 403Bs, and now they have a TSP or an, and an old IRA from when they were you know, in their 30s. So all these different tax statuses, what are the investment vehicles, what are you doing? And let's be honest, Tony, the world of investing is consistently evolving. I mean, things that are available now and last year weren't available five years ago. So if you haven't looked at your portfolio in a decade, you're really missing out on some opportunities. I mean, there's no other way to, to, to say it. In fact, Investopedia lists three factors that may determine if you're able to live off your savings. One, what's the size of your portfolio? How much have you actually saved? Two, what's the what's your growth rate and what uh, in the next few years? What can you realistically expect to get? And three, what are the withdrawals that you need to make in order to to hit your preferred lifestyle goal? So remember, we're dealing with market volatility now, inflation, which are negatively affecting your portfolios. So not to get too too detailed about it, we just simply don't have the time to jump into these, but the bottom line is you're missing out on opportunities if you're not working with a modernized fiduciary financial services professional. Well, for sure. Uh, obviously, you are missing out on opportunities. And speaking personally, I wouldn't want to navigate the market right now without the guidance of yourself, a financial services professional. That's for sure. 
Yeah. And again, downside protection um, is available. These things where they really get creative with it. So anybody listening, whether you're a current client or prospect or a regular listener, uh, if you want more information about this, um, give us a call 808-791-2924 or drop us a line online if you want your portfolio reviewed. We can always make adjustments. Um, I've, I've actually done this uh, lately with the markets being all crazy with quite a few clients. You know, there's concerns. They're getting closer to retirement date. We, we make changes. That's part of the that's part of the process. Yeah. And I think it's an important part. And obviously, um, if you're a couple, uh, that's another thing you need to look at is, you know, I my neighbors, they have a different age. One's a lot younger than the other. And so that throws a wrench into retirement as well. Right. Yeah, absolutely, Tony. And if you and your spouse are aligned in your vision for retirement, it's probably another sign that you're ready to go. You know, retiring as a team requires conversation, planning, and some give and take. You know, do you both agree that your finances are squared away? Are you both prepared for the seismic emotional change that comes when you leave work for the last time? You know, also, if one spouse is going to retire while the other one continues to work, that retiring spouse should probably consider that they might be a little lonely, you know, going solo for a while. So you need hobbies, you need a network of family and friends and bottom line, you guys need to be on the same page. Yeah, uh, for sure. So uh, what do you have for us next? What's something else we need to know uh, in order to figure out when it's going to be time to retire or if we're able to retire? Well, um, you know, certain ages is really is really the factor. Age comes into it. In fact, another oh, yeah. Investopedia article, when to retire, the pros and cons at different ages, really has some great, great info. So let's first look at early retirement, which is considered anything before age 65. So recall that in most cases, you don't qualify for Social Security until 62. And even then, you permanently receive less than you would if you waited. That means early retirement isn't possible unless you have the income uh, to cover that, that loss in Social Security. Right. And, you know, I think this is um, important. I mean, I'm guessing early retirement is also going to have implications for health insurance, right? Yeah, that's definitely another factor uh, for age. You know, person applying for health insurance that might comply with the Affordable Care Act will probably pay in the ballpark of about four fifty a month. Now you compare that to Medicare B, that's only $170 a month, and that's based on this year's premiums, 2022, uh, and then factor in, you know, prescriptions on top of that. So these Social Security and health insurance numbers, you know, can be alarming. And I'm not sharing them in an effort to talk you out of early retirement if that's what you want to do, but just be aware it's more expensive if you retire early on on more than one front. Like you said, Tony, med, med, uh, medical coverage and that Social Security gap. You're going to have yeah. larger and longer income gaps uh, if you retire earlier and it's dif more difficult to hit. Yeah, for sure. And, and speaking of traditional retirement age, what would you say that is? I mean, I, you know, it changes, right? Yeah, so early retirement's considered below 65. So normal traditional retirement age would be between 66 and 70. And most folks retiring at this age means they've hit their savings and asset goals. Also, you don't get a reduction in your Social Security payment. Um, you're eligible for Medicare now. So all these things really kind of take a lot of pressure off. Now, holding off for retirement until you fall into this range means you've also had more time to to save, you know, to pad your your tax advantage accounts, which again are your 
401ks, TSPs, IRAs. And uh, also to note, if you're over 50, they have a catch-up provision. You can kick in 7,000 a year into these traditional IRAs or Roths. If you're using an employer-sponsored plan, you can contribute as much as $27,000 a year of your salary. Uh, But last again, at age 65, remember that Medicare number, which we just discussed a couple minutes ago, health insurance becomes significantly more affordable than private plans. Yeah, I know people personally that have waited to retire until they were at least 65 uh, for no other reason other than Medicare, because when you compare those Medicare prices to private insurance, like you mentioned earlier, it's uh, easy to see why people do that. Yes. And um, I'm always reminded of the story of uh, Timothy Bowers. And uh, when we did social security seminars years ago, I always brought this up because this is this is a true story. You can actually Google it. Timothy Bowers out of Ohio. Um, he walks into a bank and hands the teller a note and says, give me twenty dollars. I have a gun. And the teller looked confused, handed him, you know, twenty dollars. And then he walks over a security guard and says, you're a hero today. I just robbed the bank. And the teller nods the head. And they place him under arrest. And at the hearing, the judge says, what do you have to say for yourself, Mr. Bowers? And he says, I'm guilty, Your Honor. You need to give me three years in prison. Now, usually people can guess what his age was (laughs) at this time. (laughs) He was 62. And that was his gap. He had just lost his job as a driver. And he didn't have health insurance or anything. So his his gap was to go to be incarcerated till he was 65 and then he could file for <laughs> Medicare and get social security. That can't be a true story. That is a true story. Look at Timothy Bowers hilarious. out of Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> Only in Ohio, I guess. Yep. I mean, wow. yeah, I, I always got a kick out of that. And that's how pe- some people planned uh, for their income gap. Now I'm not advising anybody to take that approach, of course. <laughs> no, no, that's not the approach to take, but it is funny. I mean, that's how desperate people are to get, Healthcare coverage, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, that just shows the importance of Social Security for for many Americans. Now, late retirement is 70 or older. That's what's considered late retirement. And if you love what you're doing, you're in good health, retiring at 70 could be ideal, really, because if... If you're fed up with emails, phone calls, unreliable coworkers, and you hate your job, hanging on to 70, you know, it's probably like nails on a chalkboard. That doesn't sound good. But if you if you're happy, why not do it? Because the article makes it very clear there are some very real advantages financially to late retirement. Number one, Social Security benefit hits its ceiling, 132% if you did it at full retirement age. And two, uh, you, you've got all that extra time for your investments to grow, and you've probably accumulated a lot more money. And then, of course, three, you're funding a lower retirement. You know, you're shaving off five years of withdrawal. So there's a lot of benefits to that late retirement. Well, yeah, for sure. And it, it seems there would be a lot of financial benefits as well to working into your 70s, right? Yeah. I mean, even paying off debt, if you're still in debt, building up your cash reserves, beefing up the the employer-sponsored plans. You know, the longer you wait, the more money you're going to have and the little more time you're going to have to squeeze every last dropout. If your goal is to retire in your early 70s, Prepare yourself for the possibility, though, that it might not actually be up to you. Uh, A Northwest Mutual study published last year notes that many people don't get to choose when they retire. Uh, For example, the study found that in the economic fallout from COVID-19, 
it completely upended many retirement plans. In fact, just under a quarter of the people in this survey said that they'd be retiring later than they originally anticipated because of the pandemic. So if you're planning to work till 70, 71, you know, how would you react if economic forces suddenly meant you had to work until you were 75? Or what if your health uh, forced you to retire at 65 rather than 70? It's a great idea to have a target retirement, retirement date, but just be aware that you should consider uh, some contingency plans. Well, that's great, Greg. And you know what? It's been a great show. You've given us a lot of great information to think about in order to know when it's time to retire, but we're out of time for today's show. Is there anything else you want to add before we have to go today? Well, we covered a lot today, you know, the investment side, pension side, getting a inflation, um, really ultimately getting your assets organized, reviewing your portfolio, not missing out on opportunities, having a social security plan in play. All those things come into play. If you don't have a plan and you haven't reviewed your portfolio in, say, at least the last five years, give us a call. 808-791-2924. I'm happy to help. All right. Thanks, Greg. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Retirement Paradise with our host, Greg Gunther. Thank you for listening to Retirement Paradise. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Greg Gunther at the Retirement Optimization Group. Call 808-791-2924 or visit their website at therogroup.org. Greg Gunther and the Retirement Optimization Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.